Picture this. You're running a successful small business that's looking to grow by landing some whale-sized clients when you realize the level of risk that comes with sailing into those larger seas might be more than you can manage. Having to actually trust them and offer them a net 30, it's kind of like, especially nowadays where everything is just a little crazy, to put it in a simple word, it's, it's very hard. But if, if we don't risk something, we don't gain something. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'll tell you the story of Nassau National Cable Corporation and we're going to need a bigger boat. Welcome to Wheel of Risk, a new podcast series proudly presented by Allianz Trade. I'm your host, Alex McCabe. On every episode, we spin the wheel, land on a new worry, and then tackle it head on by hearing from business leaders who've been through it all before. Plus, we bring you expert advice to help you keep your business safe, secure, and well ahead of the competition. Go ahead, spin the wheel. We've got you covered. It's a situation most business owners can probably relate to. A client or customer owes you some money, maybe a lot of money. And as the days count down on that net 30 or net 60, the only thing you're hearing from them is the fear starts to set in. You lie awake in your bed at night, tossing and turning as the terrible possibilities all play out in your sleep-deprived mind. It's not a great feeling. And regardless of how the situation resolves itself, the stress and anxiety never help. They don't affect the outcome, they just rob you of your peace of mind. Now, hopefully that little story wasn't too relatable for my guest on this episode. We don't want to accidentally trigger anyone. Karelis Matos is the president of operations at Nassau National Cable Corporation based in Neckbend, New York. Karelis, welcome to Wheel of Risk. Hi, Alex. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'd also like to introduce my colleague, George Pipala, who's an account underwriter here at Allianz Trade. Hi, George. Welcome. Hey, thank you. How are you? So as usual, what we'll do is we'll hear from George in the second half of the episode. But Karelis, let's begin with your company's origin story. So tell me about your business. So we are a, an e-commerce and we distribute everything that has to do with electrical wires and cables. Okay. And we're dabbling in the everything other than electrical wires and cables field. So everything that has to do with plumbing, household needs, cabinets and stuff like that. It has been a little challenging with everything going on, but... We have been very successful otherwise. When were you founded? How long ago? As an e-commerce, we started in 2013. Okay. And before that, was the company in existence prior to 2013? Yes, yes. So we have more than 60 years of existence ah. and experience. Okay. And are you doing business primarily in the U.S. or also internationally? We're doing both. Our main clientele is in, here in the United States, but we also have customers that contact us and we deliver material outside of the United States. Okay, got it. Picking up on that, tell me maybe a little bit more of the types of customers that you work with. We have all types of customers. We have homeowners, we have business owners, we have contractors, we have manufacturers as well. Okay. We also have distributors that contact us looking for material. It sounds like you deal with a bunch of different types of customers. Can that be challenging at times? Like, are there certain factors that you have to consider before doing a deal? Yes. Yes, of course. Like I mentioned before, many different customers that we deal with individually, each one pose a challenge. Mm. 
homeowner doesn't know exactly what they're looking for. I'm a homeowner. I can attest to that. I don't <laughs> often know exactly what I'm looking for. Right. So they're just basically doing what somebody else, whether it's a contractor or a friend who knows or dabbles in the area, is telling them to look for. So they have no idea. Right. We have the contractor. But being that the United States mainly, which is where we sell the most, mm -hmm. changes regulations by state. Mm -hmm. It is a bit of a challenge for us to know exactly who or what is it that the customer is looking for. And then we have the manufacturer that is very picky on the processes, the documents, what it's needed, the payment terms and everything. So it's it's very, like I said, it's very detail to whoever it is that we're dealing with at the time. Okay. That makes sense. So as you're working with these different types of stakeholders and customers, what types of risk factors do you face in your business? The case of a homeowner, for whatever reason, didn't get the right cable, made the wrong purchase, or we made a mistake. It's easy for them to just contact their credit card institution and resolve it with them. When is the contractor If they have their own company and then we are offering them net 30s or the same thing that applies to a manufacturer or a company or an engineer that is buying the cables from us, then having to actually trust them and offer them a net 30. It's kind of like, especially nowadays where everything is just a little crazy to put in a simple word. It's, it's very hard, but If, if we don't risk something, we don't gain something. Speaking of risk, how much are the deals that you're doing typically worth? Like what, what kind of magnitude are we talking about? Well, we can go from hundred thousands to probably a million. So is it nerve wracking with that kind of money on the line? Especially you were, you were mentioning trusting the customer to pay on time. Every time one of those orders come to me, I actually reach out to George. Ah, Tell us a little bit more about that. So you're reaching out to George and you're saying, hey, help me out. <laughs> yeah. So the customer comes to us and says like, oh, out of the blue, I just want to place an order with you with terms. They have never placed an order with us. Right. The first time ever. So I just emailed George real quick. I need your help. Please let me find how are these companies rated. I'm not able to get much more information mm -hmm. from them. So I need your help here then we decide whether or not we offer the or extend the credit to them. So in a way, you're working with Allianz Trade to do the work of vetting clients so that you can focus more on, you know, selling your product, offering support, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. That's great. George, it must be rewarding to hear that you and the team are making a difference. It sounds like you're kind of integrated into the business operations together with Corelis. Yeah, absolutely. I like to um, look at it as a partnership. We're an extension of their credit management practices. I like to look at us as an information company first and then the insurance aspect as a, a second part of our business. So yeah, I, I constantly working with uh, not only, you know, Nassau Cable, but 200 other clients that I that I help every single day. It's uh, it's very rewarding because you get to hear the stories from them, how great it is that their business is growing. They don't have to worry about if they're going to have a bad debt loss from one of their customers. They'd like to look at it as a sleep insurance. As uh, Sam, the owner of uh, Nassau Cable, 
he, he's always uh, bragging about us and saying, you know, how, uh, you know, he could sleep at night now and not worrying about his customers paying. That's great to hear. Hence the term sleep insurance, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, George, I'm eager to get more of your thoughts. But first, we're going to take a quick break. So stay with us and we'll be right back. I'm Alex McCabe, and you're listening to Wheel of Risk, a new podcast series brought to you by Allianz Trade. In the fast-paced world of business, there's no shortage of things to keep you up at night, but all business is about risk, trust, and reward. And we are here to help you minimize the former and maximize the latter. To learn more about how a partnership with Allianz Trade can benefit your organization, please visit allianz-trade.us slash podcast. That's A-L-L-I-A-N-Z dash trade dot U-S slash podcast. Welcome back. Today, we've been speaking with Karelis Matos, president of operations at Nassau National Cable Corporation, about the challenges of hunting for whale-sized clients in unknown and unpredictable waters. Now, let's steady the ship and hear from my colleague, George Pipala, who's an account underwriter here at Allianz Trade. George, what stands out to you most about what we heard from Karelis and how she's working with Allianz Trade? Yeah, um, I mean, I do work with her often and also the owner of the company, Sam. You know, what stands out is, is what, what she said. You know, she's coming to us with a prospect that they've never sold to before. They don't have any history with and they're using us as their their credit checking tool, <laughs> essentially. And depending on what the the grade, the risk grade is in our system, going you know anywhere from a one to a 10, 10 being bankrupt and one being a fantastic company, they won't do business with them if they're not favorable and if we cannot extend you know the credit terms and that coverage on them. So it's interesting to hear from from her point of view, and uh, definitely would like to hear more. So we sometimes hear comparisons with trade credit insurance to car insurance, <laughs> but it's much more than that, right? No, I, I have a little analogy I like to always say. Um, so, you know, car insurance will get into an accident, you file a claim, they'll pay you. But uh, credit insurance is a little different. It's, it's almost as if we're sitting in the back seat of the car and we're telling the driver of the car a mile down the road, there's going to be a big pothole and you're going to hit it and you're going to get a flat tire. So get off at the next exit. So <laughs> I like to uh, look at it that way, how we avoid the the potential, you know, bad debt loss from happening, you know, hence the, the information aspect of our business. So George, that's an interesting analogy. What sort of red flags or road signs, if you will, do you look for in that scenario when you're co-piloting the car? co-driving the car, I should say. I guess you don't pilot a car. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have a, a very robust uh, database of information on millions of companies worldwide. And we're constantly trying to gather information on these companies, financials, payment history, D&B reports, gets put into an algorithm and then spits out a risk grade and a potential credit exposure that we could hit. So red flags would be definitely looking at financials if they're poor, we're going to make uh, certain decisions based on that. Uh, also, payment history. So if we have a customer that is covering one of their customers on terms and they're reporting them as past due, uh, there's obviously an issue there. However, there's other people who are selling them and not seeing any issues. So that's that's definitely a red flag right there. So basically, you're saying that you're a backseat driver, but like a helpful backseat driver. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Co-pilot. <laughs> yeah, Co-pilot is probably better. 
So Karelis, is any of what George is saying, is this resonating with you? Yes. I like the little story that he gave us. I, I think it's very appropriate for an explanation of how safe in a way we feel whenever we come to them or to him for information. He already gave us everything that we need to know beforehand so that we are alert and that way we decide whether we want to take the risk or not. George, what advice would you give to other companies that are looking to scale and grow and go after some of these bigger fish? How do you think insurance can help them grow? Yeah, well, definitely partnering with uh, Allianz Trade, but also being able to aggressively grow, but also safely. And that's that's where we come in. And the hardest part for any business is, is finding the customers. But once they find them, they want to, you know, kind of nurture them and make that customer grow with them. So the safe way to do that is partnering with a company like Allianz Trade. Karelis, do you have any thoughts on what we just heard from George? Anything you'd like to add? Well, slipping insurance, it's, it's, it's a good term to describe the, the way we feel as a company that used our services. It's, it's just something that helps us feel at ease mm-hmm. whenever we're dealing with the companies. That way we can put aside any worry that we may feel as to gathering information or trusting whatever information the customer is giving us, providing us, because we might not have the right tools to do our own research, our own investigation, or make sure that whatever we see in paper is is the actual truth. Mm-hmm. So just having them in the backseat and making sure that whatever we are seeing, they see as well and they will be the little voice behind our ear saying, yes, that's good. Um, you can do business with them or no, definitely, you know, look to the other side because it's definitely not a good partner to do business with, et cetera, et cetera. So it put us at ease. And that way we can concentrate on making sure that we provide our customers excellent customer service and focus on making sure that whatever order or whatever material they're actually looking for, it's what they're getting. On top of us having to worry whether we are going to be paid. When are we going to be paid? Did we make the right choice? Did we do the right move in order for us to grow? Um, Are we partnering with someone that is going to put us at risk? So it it definitely is something to just keep in mind that it's very useful. Yeah. And I would like to point out also that it does help businesses move faster. So the, the faster you could get sales done and get an answer on a potential customer, the faster your business grows. So, um, you know, I always try to stay on top of all the requests from Corelli's just because I know, you know, they're sometimes in a rush. They want to do business and they have customers that are demanding and they want the product now. (laughs) And uh, we got to stay on top of it. Speed to market is critical, right? Especially in a competitive selling environment. Right. So Corelli's, how did the whale hunt play out? How much has your company been able to grow? Exponentially. I think in the last couple of weeks, that is my favorite word. I love it. Yeah. And the way we report and explain how much we grew, especially during these challenging times, it has been unseen before for us and in this market as well. You know, we were able to move forward in a way that I believe we couldn't have done alone. So I know COVID was a devastating, you know, event that affected a lot of these industries. In fact, a lot of our competitors didn't quite make it through. But I think the biggest or secret, our biggest secret was actually using the right tools. And one of them was Allianz Trade, which helped us through immensely. That's awesome to hear. So um, 
the growth has been like, let's say, I'll, I'll give you a, a very rude example from like 1 million, let's say a year, we went to 10 to 15 a year. So that's why I say exponentially. It's kind of like, yeah, my favorite word. Yeah, that's fantastic. So that's almost it for this episode. But before we hang up our headphones, I want to give both of you a chance to sum up what we've talked about today or add any final thoughts. So George, let's start with you. What is the number one thing that you'd say companies need to keep in mind when seeking new clients to scale up their business? Keep in mind is um, definitely building a relationship with that client. So hopefully it'll be a long lasting relationship and client. And, uh, you know, as mentioned, partnering or having the right tools to make these sales grow aggressively, but also eliminating certain risks, like having that that backseat driver telling you, hey, you better uh, get off on this exit because there's going to be an accident and we're, we're avoiding that loss from happening. But there are times, and one thing I would like to add is there are times where there's things you just can't plan or forecast. I mean, look what, what happened with COVID. And uh, there's things that, you know, Corellis will miss. There's things that, that we will miss. No one's perfect. And that's where the, the credit insurance, the insurance aspect kicks in. So then, you know, we'll pay for those bad debt losses. Or if a company, you know, goes bankrupt, then, then we're there for, for that reason. Thanks, George. And Corellis, tell us, how your partnership with Allianz Trade has impacted your organization. What can other business leaders learn from your example, would you say? So finance is always one of the biggest worries that companies have every day. A lot of people depend on how good a company is doing, employees and customers as well. And I feel like in order for us to focus on Developing the company structure and growing internally and being more organized and making sure that our employees are happy, that everybody's is doing the right thing and for the right reasons. If you want to do that, I feel like Allianz Trade is the tool that is going to allow you to keep that worry aside and focus on what's important for you at the moment. And and it's a it's a very important tool. And and maybe I'm simplifying it a little too much. And maybe I'm taking away the importance it it has, but it does have a great impact on how easy it becomes to manage a company when you just take away that worry of making the right decision into selling a customer or offering credit to a customer without having a previous relationship or someone that Being that we sell internationally, someone that we have never met before, we have never known, heard of before, it just, it it makes everything a lot easier and allows us as, you know, executives to organize and focus on other things that at the moment might be a little bit more important. Thanks for that. It's really, it's great to hear how the partnership with Allianz Trade has helped your company focus on what you do best, which is meeting the needs of your many, many clients. Thank you so much for being part of Wheel of Risk. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much. So, Karelis, before you go, I'm going to ask you if you would mind spinning the wheel of our Wheel of Risk to help us pick our next episode. Will you do that with me? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Here we go. One. Here I go. Interesting. Wow, you've landed on supply shock. Wow. Ooh. 
the story of how MGI International lived up to its name as a global company due to a supply glut here in the U.S. Ah, interesting. That should be a good one. Yep, definitely. My guest today has been Karelis Matos, president of operations at Nassau National Cable Corporation. And I'd also like to thank my colleague, George Pipala. George, thanks as always for your expertise. Thank you. You're welcome. Karelis, it's been wonderful having you. Thank you again. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. I'm Alex McCabe, and this is Wheel of Risk, brought to you by Allianz Trade. Thank you so much for listening. And if you liked what you heard, please give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you next time.